Well, welcome along to Unhyped Sales. This is episode three. My name's Peter Nicholson. In this episode, we're going to have a look at a few different aspects to successful sales. Now, the first aspect we're going to have a look at is the closer, the one who closes a sale. The three L's, listen, learn and leverage. And finally, the importance of getting the right person for the job. So let's get right into it, the closer. Closing the sale is not a new concept. It's a key component to successful selling. So who are the elite salespersons who regularly and successfully close sales? Why is it that some seem to have the gift, so to speak? Well, here are some adjectives that best describe the successful closer. They are approachable, warm, friendly, conversational, interested, respectful, good-humoured and engaging. Their mindset is, wait for it, you guessed it, service, not sales. They like people. They are the ones that have the sales service mentality. These fundamental behaviours anyone can learn. They apply what can be termed fundamental habits discussed throughout this podcast. They also apply the three L's. So what are the three L's? Well, they stand for listen, learn, and leverage. So let's break them down. Let's look at listen. Well, effective sales involves listening carefully to the customer. So when I say listening, I don't mean waiting for a gap in the conversation so you can launch into your sales pitch. I mean real active listening, that is asking questions and waiting for a response. Let's look at learn, the next L. When you listen carefully and explore the needs of the person, you then understand what they want. You can then tailor the that product or service to the needs of the individual. You've learned what the customer wants. And that's where leverage comes in, our final L. Once you've learned what the person wants, you can use that information to give them what they want. It's that simple. But how do you do it? How do you close the sale? Well, simply put, you leverage. You leverage what the person has told you they want. For example, let's say you are selling blenders. After you listen to the person, they tell you they love cooking and you learn they are particularly interested in a premium blender model used by a celebrity chef on a cooking show, but they can't remember the model. You then check the internet for the show and ascertain the blender model. You now leverage the internet information coupled with the customer information, showing them the premium celebrity blender and then close the sale. Consider this, if you did not engage the person with the sales service mindset and applied the three L's, would the sale even have occurred? Most likely not. So that's a helpful little way uh, that can even be practiced for really distilling this art of selling and caring for the customer's needs. Well, let's move to this really important aspect that we're going to just finalise on in this episode. It's, it's really important because 
as we know, we may have experienced it ourselves. We may have been the right, the wrong person for for a job. We just didn't suit the job, and that can be costly in business. So let's have a look at getting the right person for the job. How would you actually like a strategy to ensure the odds of hiring the right person for your business significantly increases? Well, we mentioned earlier, if you have the wrong person or group of people unleashing the meme monster in your business, it will certainly damage your business, its profitability, and possibly even its future. It's that serious. This really is serious stuff. Get this right, then the rewards are enormous. We get this right, it provides a solid foundation. It actually establishes a positive work environment and culture. So here's our first aspect to break this down. We need to look in the right place. So let's say you were looking to hire a salesperson. Now most businesses will advertise and wait for the applications to come rolling in. That's pretty typical. Well, what about this? What about actively taking control and searching out the salesperson? So you see, when we fire out the advertisement salesperson wanted, you will be inundated with applications, possibly hundreds, even thousands of them. Now think about how ineffectual that is. See, when in business does this sort of shotgun approach ever work? Consider those hundreds of applications. What are the chances that you're actually going to sift through and find those you would shortlist for an interview? In that pile of applications, you'll have an array of people, from the unqualified, unemployed salesperson to the ones that just might be fine. Would it not be better to search out the best candidate? If you are a small to medium-sized business, then go recruiting. If you are a business owner, then go find and see the salesperson in action. You know, headhunt them. Or if you're a larger enterprise, use a successful, reputable recruiting agency. So that's the first aspect there that we've just covered which is looking in the right place. Well, here's the next thing. If you've found the candidate, we need to create the right interview environment. Well, we've all had the experience of being interviewed for a job. Typically, you're nervous. And no doubt you've rehearsed the standard anticipated interview questions. But when we think about that, on the other side, if we're doing the interviewing and we're listening to someone like that, how authentic is it? In reality, how effective is the traditional interview method? I would say to you it's not very effective at all. If you have the standard interview method with the standard questions, will you successfully identify the right candidate? Unlikely. You'll be interviewing the uptight, nervous candidate who acts out pre-rehearsed answers. So this is where we need to create the right environment. And here are the steps. If you have a reception area, 
Have the receptionist prime to greet the interview candidate. Make them welcome. Offer them refreshments while they wait. Let them know that you've been looking forward to their interview. So why go to all this trouble? Simply put, we want to relax the candidate so that they can comfortably express themselves. The more relaxed the candidate, the more you will see the true individual. Now, during the interview, you may include some of the standard interview questions, but initially, start with an off-topic, personal question. For instance, it might be to do with hobbies. So ask them what type of hobbies they have, or where do they like to go on vacation? So why do that? Well, their answers will reveal more about their personal character. This insight is invaluable and could make the difference between hiring the right person or the expensive exercise of hiring the wrong person. Now, towards the end of the interview, ask a challenging question. This is important. It might be a question like this. I appreciate you coming in for the interview today. However, I'm not sure of your commitment to... Now, you fill in the gaps. Now, this gives the candidate the opportunity to state their commitment or not. If they sheepishly say, oh, sorry, um, well, then you might see there's possibly a confidence issue there. They may be the wrong person. You need someone who just wants to come in and, and really want to defend and clarify, no, I really want to do this. Gives them an opportunity to state their determination. The other side of things, if they get upset, what sort of questions that or blow a fuse, at least you've identified they're the wrong candidate. However, if the candidate confidently state their answer, you may have found the right person for the job. Now, there's much more to this, but we really hope that's really helpful. So this is where we wrap up for now. I'm Peter Nicholson, and thanks for joining me on Unhyped Sales. Eventually lead to a whole world of badness. At one end of the scale, the serious consequences of legal prosecution for fraud, large fines, possibly even jail, and at the other end of the scale, loss of revenue, brand damage, negative work environments and staff attrition. Imagine if the meme monster gets into a position of authority in your business. Oh, the damage that can be inflicted can be enormous, even permanent. It happens, and it's happening now all around us. So is it true? Is it right? Well, affecting change at an individual level affects change at a business level. We need to remember that. Change can only occur when the individual is convinced that change is needed and see themselves personally involved in that change. Here's a real example. You know the company, it's a multi-billion dollar company called Exxon. Now this multi-billion dollar corporation crashed, literally imploded overnight during the global financial crisis. Stocks plummeted, jobs lost, lives ruined. So we need to ask the question, how did that happen? The reason why it happened is it was 
the people. It was the culture, the negative characteristics of the people in that organisation. They were the cause. The me monster was rife throughout that organisation which fostered selfishness, self-centred greed and disloyalty. So we're going to leave this episode on that one. In our next episode, we're going to look at the need for courage and how we can implement the sales service mindset.